If you love the idea of mindful eating and healthy living, join me, Izal Hoffman, lifestyle chef, food editor and author, as we explore ways of achieving health and balance. My name is Izal Hoffman and this week we're talking about health, wellness and longevity and uh, we have an interesting studio guest. She's absolutely gorgeous. She does believe in be the difference that you want to see in the world. Dr. Melinda Berger, welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> now we're going to be talking about mindfulness and how it links to our perception of ourselves and that of course ties in perfectly with what you do being an award-winning aesthetics doctor. What does mindful living mean to you? So mindful living to me definitely means to take care of your mind, body and soul, obviously. But pertaining to aesthetics, what I do every single day of my life, I definitely feel like that pertains to your not only your body, but also your mind. Because mm. if you treat your body, your mind will change. Yes. And that's why I feel like if you do aesthetics, it is the same as self-love. If you do your nails or you color your hair because you don't want to be gray, you're looking after yourself, you can take care of yourself. And obviously you feel good on the inside when you've just done your hair. And yes. it's the same thing when you do aesthetics with me, um, you know, you will feel better about yourself. Well, we're going to be talking all about aesthetics in just a minute, but I do love the fact that you said self-care, self-love because I'm a firm believer you always need to strive to be the healthiest and best version of yourself not yes. only for yourself but also for your loved ones because if you feel confident and good about yourself we're going to be in such a better mindset and then that is going to have a ripple effect on the people we surround ourselves with absolutely and what you do every day it will also have an influence on how you approach your life definitely definitely but let's just start why dr melinda and you know share some highlights for 2022 so far okay so why dr melinda so i've always been passionate about helping people um and obviously that's why i studied medicine but i've also you know i'm an artist so i feel like aesthetics was the best of both worlds and i think the best part of what i do is to see how i change people on the inside mm. by doing what i do on the outside um, so for this year specifically, some highlights. I, I would definitely say this was probably the year with the most highlights so far, or the biggest one. <laughs> oh, yay. We caught you at the yes. right <laughs> So I opened my own practice in 2020, right when COVID hit. And then this year, when I was invited to the AMWC um, in Monaco, it's a yes. big aesthetic conference. I was going to say, you're going to have to break yes. that down a little bit for us. That's probably the biggest aesthetics conference in the world. So all the doctors in the world go there, even the doctors, doctors from Botched, the TV show that you yes. see it from America they are there as well oh, yes so when I was there I won an award one out of six awards I won and I was <laughs> very shocked I did not expect that <laughs> but as a consequence of that I was then invited to be a speaker at Kolkata which is a different aesthetics um, conference in mm. Georgia Tbilisi so tell us first so what award did you win like so am I brushing <laughs> my shoulders today with a world-class <laughs> celebrity doctor here <laughs> no I wouldn't say that doctor but... zero one two for Britain people <laughs> to start a TV program. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, so um, it kind of is like the Oscars of the aesthetic world, if yeah. you would say that. Um, and the specific award that I won was for a nose that I did with thread lifting. Um, mm -hmm. I think it was quite amazing to also change that nose for that patient because the results was, was quite significant and she was extremely happy. Well, I can imagine. You know, just let's talk about a nose for a second. I mean, it's in the middle of your face, but usually at school, and I mean, I used to be mocked at school for the way I used to walk. Yes. People tend to, children, 
horrible. It can be so cruel. Absolutely. You know, and when it's not ears, it's always the nose. They tend to mock other kids. Yes. About, so I can imagine you've changed this woman's life. It's so interesting that you actually mentioned that because yesterday I had a 14-year-old girl come into my office sure. wanting to change her nose. So she's not old enough yet to have surgery. So this was kind of their only option. Mm. And I did discuss it with a senior um, colleague of mine. He's a you know, and, and throat plastic like surgeon. Mm. And he also is the head of the threads that we used for that. She came in for the consultation. She was crying like the whole sure. time because she was like so bullied at school and she's yeah. just starting um, high school. So doing her nose, when we were done, she started laughing and she was a completely different person. Her oh, personality just changed. And I think, um, like you said, bullying really affect people so much. And I think to stop that from happening for the rest of her school career will have mm. such a long-term effect on her life throughout because yes. bullying, you take it with you for the rest of your life. You know, one of my questions a little bit later on was going to be like, at what age is your practice door actually open for someone? And, you know, for someone to walk in for a consultation at the age of 14, I mean, yeah. yo, I so, really think you've changed that girl's life. Yeah, that is Oh, I love what I do. Uh, we cry a lot at my practice, yeah. but good, happy tears. But in general, I would say just like 18, I wouldn't really go younger, but there is mm. exceptions. Like for this girl and for instance, um, I had a, a young girl with a cleft palate who was, you okay. know, had surgery for that. And then her lip was like really botched and also got bullied. So I always um, weigh the, the positive with the negative. And I think, you mm. know, even though the patient is young, it's going to have a much po more positive impact on her life to do this for her now. Um, yes. But for, you know, obviously the other things like lip fillers and Botox, I wouldn't really go younger than 18. Before we carry on with all the other interesting things we're going to talk about, for more information, where can people get hold of you? Okay, so my biggest platform that I use is probably Instagram. So mm. I'm at Dr. Melinda Aesthetics. Yes. And um, I love posting before and after photos and the journeys of my patients because I think people relate a lot to that and also to like more educate people on what there is to do i mean there's now biostimulators which is very natural i think if people just go have a look there they will see that there's so many options instead of just the kind of you know botulinum toxin or fillers yeah what i like about your instagram page is like you know i'm no doctor i mean i get to play with food every day and yes. i also get to call myself an artist you the, are, the difference is <laughs> my end result is usually a gorgeous looking plate of food or something that i put mindfully together but uh I like the fact that you also educate people. Yes. You know, it's one thing, you know, there's so many people with different opinions out there, like aesthetics is this or that. But Absolutely. I love the fact that you sort of show the before and after and you explain the process. Yes. So you educate also your, your client and your audience. And I think that is quite, you know, phenomenal because education is key. Absolutely. I think it's very important, especially because the field of aesthetics is kind of seen as taboo still. Yeah. Um, the funny fact is everyone does it. They just lie about it. I've had patients <laughs> tell me yes. that they tell their friends they will never do this, but they do it. And I think it's great to educate people and showing them that it isn't really taboo. It isn't these mm. harmful things that you're injecting into your body. People have this complete misperception of what aesthetic is. Yeah. And it really is a deeper thing than just superficially. Well, people, then you need to have a look at Dr. Melinda's Facebook page as well as her Instagram. Now, we didn't actually Facebook. Is you also Dr. Yes. Melinda Aesthetics on Facebook? It's also Dr. Melinda Aesthetics, and I definitely do post there as well. Amazing. I'm dying to still, you know, just jump back to this question now. Self-care, self-love, and yes. being selfish. 
is not the same thing. No. Now, your thoughts on that, and where do you see yourself as Dr. Melinda play a role in your service offering? Well, I feel if you don't take care of yourself, that is selfish, mm. because then you can't be the best version of yourself. And um, by doing these things, you know, you are really improving your mental health and how yeah. you feel. Like 99% of the patients that come to me, we change something on the inside. Um, I had a patient, for instance, you know, she's a woman in her 60s and um, she came to me, you know, she looked a little bit standoffish or rude and we did a chin, some chin filler for her and to everyone else, it, you know, they might think, oh, that's, she's doing done chin filler. But actually right after the procedure, she started crying. And then my mm -hmm. first reaction was, did I do something wrong? Like, what's going on? But yeah. in actual fact, she then broke down and told me that she was bullied in school for having a receded chin. And she never thought mm -hmm. it was going to affect her this much. So when yes. she came to us, she thought we we're also going to judge her. And now that she has a chin, she just, you know, started crying and she's just so happy happy so it's very important to see that by taking care of herself and having that you know step towards self-love to get this done even though some people might think it's just chin filler it is not and that's why I believe I am there to help people with this journey to let them know that you know it isn't something superficial you know if mm. you're, you're doing it for the right reasons and I mean and people will always come with like weird arguments like yes but God made you the way you did but God put me on this earth to do what I do he 100%. pushed me into this direction he wants me to do this for we all have a purpose yes. and I uh, do you 150% believe this is your purpose and your, oh, yes. you know, because it's also your passion. I do think there's a lot of doctors out there and we can call them the bloopers because unfortunately <laughs> there is some, you know, situations and people with end results that they first of all is not happy with and general public look at and think, oh, that's the standard norm for aesthetics. But it's in fact not the case. Um, uh, you know, people tend to be quite negative towards aesthetics and, and mm. I do believe it's what you say, like rather enhance what you have. And exactly. yes, there is miracle workers like yourself, you know, to work on those little insecurities because you might be physically changing something small on the outside but I think the major change is what you change emotionally 100% on the inside and I think um, that is where the problem comes in with aesthetics because a natural result will never be seen when you yes. walk around outside you only see the unnatural results so you never see natural results so in your brain people think that that is what aesthetics is because they will only see the overfilled lips or the huge cheekbones or you know the protruding upper lip looking like a duck um but the ones that are done naturally they think they were born naturally with it mm. so that's where the misperception with aesthetics come in unfortunately and i feel like if you do aesthetics for the right reason like me it's absolutely my passion i won't do yes. anything if it looks unnatural to uh, like with a patient and i want people to look at someone's face and be like wow she looks so good like i don't know like mm. did you go on holiday like what's going on <laughs> but they <laughs> look so revived yeah like wow <laughs> like what's what's what are you drinking you know yeah um but then actually she had a lips done, she had a chin done, her cheeks, mm. but they will never know. And that's extremely important is to keep the real results natural and just yeah. to enhance the person. And you'll look the same. It will just be a more youthful version of yourself. Oh, I absolutely love that. Now, let's just yes. bounce back to food a little bit. Now, I always say mindful eating is not a cookbook. It's a change your perception mm. about food book. Yes. Now, what would you say is a good relationship with food? And how important is that, especially 
and looking after your skin. So first of all, I want to congratulate you on an amazing cookbook. <laughs> Thank um, you. I really love all the recipes and I love that it's, um, you know, more inclusive to people who's gluten-free. Like my mother has that exact um, problem and there's a lot of vegetarian options and I'm vegetarian. Yes. So I love the fact that it's not only healthy, but also it feels like you're cheating on your diet when you're actually not. So yeah. just want to congratulate you on that. But then Thank definitely you. in the recipes itself, there's so many um, aspects of good food for your skin. Yeah. I think it's very important to have a healthy relationship with food, not only having the balance, but looking specifically at what you are taking in, because not only is that yeah. going to you know, be good on your body, but also your mind. And I'm sure you know much more about that than I do. <laughs> but yes. um, with the skin specifically pertaining to aesthetics, for example, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you don't eat vitamins and antioxidants that helps to produce collagen and hydrate the skin when you come for procedures that we do it's not really going to give you the results that you are thinking because if you have a dry skin you know and there's not a lot of collagen production when we do our fillers or our threads or whatever you know the results aren't going to be as good yeah. um, because you're not taking care of the inside especially yeah. i know you spoke about the fat dissolving injections that we do Obviously, the fat dissolving injections is going to work amazingly, but you mm. can't now go and eat all these other bad things and kind of reverse what you do and don't understand yes. why now the injections didn't work. Yeah, I think there's a time and place for everything. And, yes. and I find that, you know, there is the miracle workers like yourself and oh, people that you. work in your practice that can really help with that last little bit. But it's still up to the individual to also meet you halfway. 100%. You yes. know, um, I'm such a firm believer that you are what you eat. And people mm. always, you know, look at all these little memes you find on social media. Oh, so clearly you're a hamburger or I you're have a to berry. Eat a or person. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, to be optimally healthy, it's, it's all about taking care of yourself and being aware of what you put in your body. Yes. Now, so often I say to people, but you've just consumed or eaten that or you maybe had that for a drink, but have you ever turned it around and, you know, looked at the ingredients? Mm. And then like, no. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's like stopping at the petrol station and not caring whether they put diesel or petrol in your, your car. Exactly. You, know? you need to be aware of these things because yes. clearly you don't want to put the wrong fuel in your car because you're not going to get to your end destination. Mm -mm. So why, you, why don't you look at certain things that you put in your body? If you're specifically looking after your end result, because then you're not sure if you, whether you're going to get there or not. Yeah. And uh, talking about ingredients for the skin, of course, we it's always about the antioxidants, right? Yeah, of and um, love blueberries, of course. That's mm. always a great antioxidant. But guys, I love chocolates. Um, I'll be honest with you. And people <laughs> <doesn't>? always <laughs> people always say like, "Isal, it doesn't look like you eat chocolates." Oh, honey, but I do. It's just <laughs> the ones that I make at home. And for me, yes. the secret there is the raw cacao. Raw mm. cacao is loaded with antioxidants. Also high in calcium for me with my, you know, hip problems and joints and stuff like that. Calcium is sort of a thing I have to take in on the daily. Yes. Cacao is for me, and there's a difference between cocoa and cacao, and it's actually not the spelling. Growing <laughs> up, I used to think, oh, some people just spell it C-A-C, and other people spell it, spell it with a C-O, yes. C in the beginning. But the one with the A is, in fact, the raw, unfiltered, unrefined, the good one. The one yes. that we are looking for, the one that's going to be looking after our skin. So, ladies and gentlemen. I'm giving you an excuse to be consuming chocolate on the daily and we got Dr. <laughs> Melinda's firm absolutely <laughs> chocolate today. a day from Izal will keep the doctor away we'll keep the institution away <laughs> well yes but necessarily little appointments for checkups yeah. and things like that is always important <laughs>
recipes. Let's talk. Dr. Melinda is in fact a vegetarian, but I'm going to give everyone a tip out there today. If you, for instance, see a recipe that's made with red meat in my book, Mm-hmm. That recipe goes 100% if you replace the red meat with aubergine. It still is aubergine. exactly the same. <laughs> and it's just so, it really, it speaks to your soul because I like good food. I like soul food. And apart from that is, you know, when you look at, for instance, a chicken recipe, you can always, if it's a big piece of chicken, you can replace it with cauliflower. Alternatively, if it's a smaller piece of chicken, you can always replace it with a chickpea. But there is some recipes that's already got the chicken or chickpea option yes, for you I as saw well. That. So if I had to throw you on the deep end and ask, what is your favorite recipe in my book, Melinda? What would you say? Okay, so... I always love blueberries. Every single morning of my life, I eat blueberries. And obviously, you know, it's not just delicious, but you've got the antioxidants. Oh, that's why the skin is all (laughs) glowing there, doctor. Are you giving your secrets away today? And the flows (laughs) and the botulinum toxin and threads. Anyway, so so, um, I I think the the blueberry crumble in your book combines all of the self-love. You know, it's comfort food. But at the same time, it's not just, um, you know, a comfort food. It also actually helps with your skin and makes you feel good. So it makes you feel good in more than one aspect. Okay, well, let's have dessert and look after our skin, ladies and gents. <laughs> and maybe we can break the d- recipe down a little bit for uh, for listeners. So first of all, blueberries is fantastic because of yes. the antioxidants. And the vitamin C. And, you know, if you use frozen blueberries, they're even high in antioxidants. Because the whole, fr- t- putting them in the freezer actually changes That's the so whole. so interesting. Yeah, go and have a, So often when I feel like a sorbet or like an ice cream element, love frozen blueberries, especially around the pool. But other than that, in the crumble, I only make use of almonds, um, almond butter, almond mm. flour, and almonds is an alkalizer. It's you know anti-inflammatory, but it's loaded with vitamin E as well. So yes, you get to eat crumble and look fabulous the day after, honey. Where were you my whole life? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a firm believer that if you link your passion and your paycheck with each other, you're yes. never going to work a day in your life, and you are radiating just passion right here in studio today so clearly you hit that nail on the head yeah no definitely never feels like work every day i feel like a reward because every time i do a patient and they are happy I just feel that. And also, it feels like I'm just playing the whole day. I'm sure you feel the same with cooking. It's it's, yes. just, it's just fun and um, it doesn't feel like work. So I really am passionate no, about that. No, I always I say to people, I get to play with vegetables for a living. What do you do? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, you get to change people's lives for the better mm. on a daily basis. So you must be going to bed every night with a very very happy heart yes well of course it's also a stressful job because yes. um you know i think like you if you're very ambitious you want the best for everyone and you know it is stressful but um at the same time it's completely worth it mm. but i do you yeah, go home <laughs> with a happy heart of what happened during the day how important is giving back when it comes to living a mindful life because that is yes. in fact the key to happiness absolutely i can't agree with you more it's very important to give back and not only like you know i give back by being able to give a person their confidence back which is very important I do believe that everything I do and achieve it's not mine it doesn't belong to me it belongs to God because he's obviously the one that put me here and helped me with the success so I think giving back is very important and especially in my line of work I see a lot of you know people in difficult situations like um, I have a patient who was in a car accident and her entire face was burned and you know people with cleft palates people um, you know with 
all sorts of difficult situations you know I just in my heart I know when I have to give back and you know tell that patient listen I'm just going to do this for you don't worry about anything because they Mm. have other expenses that's very bad and I feel like I need to give back to people and um, that really gives a lot of satisfaction in your work if you are able to give back because like you said that is the key to happiness yeah I mean I think it must be so hard for you to because where do you actually draw the line you know when does it become you know emotional thing or an emotional person on your bed or maybe in your consultation room because you know sometimes they might walk in there with a certain budget but you can see the need for help is there and on the other side you also get those patients that when is enough enough yes so it is difficult the emotional part um because i like giving so much and things like it um you know sometimes people are like what are you doing you know, like my accountant will be like you're going to be like um without money any day sooner <laughs> but on the other yeah. hand um when is enough enough i think mm-hmm. um it's really patient dependent um absolutely um because like for instance um you know big lips might suit a certain face and you know not another face and um i think it's very important as the role of the aesthetic doctor to be able to be open with your patient and tell them when enough is enough. I think it's when you start crossing that barrier of looking unnatural for the patient themselves. Like I said, every individual is different and, you know, have different needs. Okay, and what can we expect from Dr. Melinda in the near future? Oh my goodness, I don't even know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so um, I opened a new practice this this year um, in Gaasfontein and there's lots of rooms. So I have um, three other doctors there working with me now um, and I'd love to expand it. Um, I love talking, so I think I definitely want to educate more, especially on the lips that I do because lips yeah. is a very difficult procedure. You and are quite famous for your lips. Let's <laughs> just uh, not hide that well. Thank you. No, I think lips is a very difficult procedure to do. You have to have an artistic side. And I think, you know, just injecting volume isn't the way to go. So that's why I'm I'm passionate about also educating on that, how to look at certain lab, how to approach it and not just pump filler in um, like the... Um, the talk I had in Kolkata. Um, so I would definitely like to have more international um, speakings to do and, you know, things like that. Okay. I always encourage people from all walks of life um, to rethink what they put in their bodies. But I also think today we can just be reminded that it's also about how you look after yourself on the outside. Yes. I mean, your skin is one of your biggest organs. And yes, yes from, you know, from an Izal and eating and cooking perspective, I can sort of, not that I judge, but, yes. you know, your skin, you can only hide so much. And it's always going to show you your lifestyle. Yes. If you had a very Everything. hectic, big on partying, being on the out. And again, being social and partying is also not the same thing. Mm. You can still be social and not consume all the things that is quite acidic. Yes. But, I mean, those are the things that is going to show on your skin. So that is also a hard one because there's also only so much doctors can do if a patient yes. is not doing their way. Um, just talking about socializing and um, smoking for instance um, yeah. you know you get those smokers lines above the lips and yeah. um, we can treat them with skin boosters and fillers but if the patient keeps smoking you know it's going to kind of reverse the effects mm. um, so definitely you know the things that you put in your body the foods that you put in the body alcohol the dehydrates all of 
all of that is going yeah. to make our lives a bit difficult when it comes to procedures. And you might do these procedures and think, why isn't my results like the previous person that you did? Mm. You know, it's 50-50%. It's really up to the patients to also take care of their body on the inside. Well, there you have it from Dr. Melinda Burgess Lips. And also as author and motivational speaker Jim Rohn always used to say, take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. From my side, till next time. Goodbye. Bye. I'm Isabel Hoffman. Thanks for joining me as we journey towards mindful living. Find more at jacarandafm.com. Click on Jackpot.